This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earnin can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earnin today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 193. Show notes for this episode can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 193. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Today's show is sponsored by Third Love. To find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase, go to thirdlove.com shameless. Hello, shameless moms. Happy New Year. Happy 2018. I hope that you are a little recovered from Christmas if you celebrated Christmas with your family. I hope that if you're listening to this live, it's a holiday, so I hope you're enjoying that. But if you're listening to it a day or two after the first of the year, Maybe the kids are back in school and you're rejoicing that things are just back to normal and you're exhaling a little bit. I know that I am pre-recording this before the holidays and I know that I'm looking forward to fun and relaxation and some time off away from my computer over the holidays. But I know that by the time this episode goes live, I will be like dying for normalcy and regular work events and routines and family routines related to having my son in childcare basically is what I'm getting at. I'll be ready for all that to be back on track. So I wanted to record a special episode for three things to think about in January. And this is unique because this episode falls on the first day of the month, which happens to also be the first day of the year. And I wanted to make sure that this was a special episode for you. So for our three things to think about in January, I wanted to talk about my three wishes for you. Rather than giving you three things to focus on, I'm going to give you my three wishes for you, 
And if you choose to focus on those three things, great. My hope is that these three things inspire you a little bit and also just give you a little bit of sense of direction and maybe a sense of peace. Because I know for me in January, I feel a lot of pressure to start a bunch of new things. And part of it is because I'm a gym owner and there's just a lot of pressure in January to be on my A game because I wanna make sure that I can accommodate everyone who wants to get their needs met in January. And usually that's more people than at other times of the year. We have new people coming in. We have people who haven't been in for a while coming back. And then I just wanna make sure that we can accommodate everyone. So I definitely feel like I need to be really on top of things in January. Also, as many of you have heard me talking about, I have the Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind, which is going to start back up at the end of this month. Again, if you haven't sent me an email about that, please do. If you want to participate in the Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind, where we meet virtually every week with a group of amazing shameless moms and myself to talk about goal setting and just education around finding your power and living bigger and bolder and braver every damn day, I would love to have you. So you can just shoot me an email at info at shamelessmom.com if you want to participate in that. But as I find and feel this momentum behind the Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind group, behind things going on at the gym, there feels this sense of pressure in the first month of the year. And that can feel really chaotic to me. As much as I love getting back into a routine and back to regularity, there just feels like some of it can feel a little burdensome. There's also pressure around if I want to do new things on a personal level, like if I have goals, personal or professional, I guess, but if I want to be reaching for new things, I'm feeling like I'm trying to cram that in on top of kind of professional chaos that is just the nature of my business as well. And that can make January feel really, really hectic. And I'm going to try to be really conscientious this year of not letting this all make me feel like I'm losing my mind. And that's my wish for you too. And I actually started realizing last year just how consistently January felt too hectic to me. And I actually canceled some things last year. I canceled for the first time ever. I canceled a program at the gym. And I was like, you know, we're not doing this right now. I actually had some people even signed up for it. And I just said, this is not the right time. Some things went on in my personal life at the time. My mom had a heart attack. A bunch of things happened like in the same week in January. And I was just like, I can't do everything this month. I can't be everything to everyone. I can't show up in all the ways I need to. So I need to prioritize and I need to figure out how I can make a little space and grace for myself this month. And so I did that and it was hard and it was scary. And I was really worried about letting people down, but it felt so good to let myself off the hook in a few ways. And so I want to impress upon you as you hear a lot of conversation about New Year's resolutions and as you feel pressure to figure out everything you're going to do in the next year, in the next week, I want to just invite you to take a few deep breaths, inhale through your nose, exhale through your mouth, chill out a bit and realize you have a whole year to accomplish your goals. Now I'm not letting you off the hook and saying like, don't do anything this month. I'm just saying it's okay to spend some time being a little bit mindful about how you want to go about things rather than just diving in. So My first wish for you for New Year's is ease. I've talked about this a few times on the show already. I am not one who has a word of the year. It's just never been an activity that's spoken to me, but I've had so many mentors and colleagues who have opted to choose a word for the year, whether it is love or peace or commitment or discipline or determination or courage all these words that are often have a lot of power behind them and a lot of feeling and oftentimes really help people kind of guide their journey throughout the year. That's just something that's never spoken to me. But I recently heard someone talking and I, they were mentioning ease being a word of the year for them a few years ago. And I was like, you know, 
this really actually rings true for me right now. This is actually something I really want to bring more into my life. I want to bring more ease into my life. It's because there's a lot of transitions going on. There's a lot of big things kind of in the works. Some of these things have been in the works for a long time, which feels really exhausting and stressful over time to be working on the same thing over and over and over. And so there's some things that I'm working on professionally, trying to make some big things happen. And as these things tend to be, they're just things are taking longer. There's multiple parties involved. And so some of my big goals have just not been in my control. And that's definitely been a little cumbersome. And it's definitely been a little depleting of my energy stores <laughs> over the last six to nine months. And so I've just decided, and like, this is all really good for me, by the way, like these kinds of things are really good for a type A person. And these things started happening to me when I had a child. And I realized like, oh, the child doesn't just arrive. Like the child does not exit the womb on a schedule. No one told me that. So like literally from the day when he was born, I was like, when does the schedule start? Like, when does he start to go down for a nap? Like at 9am and then again at 1pm? Like, when do we do that? What day? Can someone tell me, please? I didn't know that it would take about six months for that to start happening. That was kind of a shock. No one warned me. Thanks friends for not warning me on that one. But that was kind of the first really big major surrender that I had to do. And that's happened again a couple times in the last few years where I've had to just really surrender and let some things come into place on their own in a lot of ways. This happened again when I was going through moving my business and I had to find a new location for us. And that took about a year, a little over a year, and it was ridiculously stressful and kind of traumatic. I had a lot of business deals fall through during that time where like I was like about to sign a lease and then something would come up or I was about to sign a lease and then found out that like I needed to put in a $30,000 fireproof ceiling in a place and I had to make some big decisions around that. So there was like all these big things that just kept happening where I felt crushed, crushed, like the weight of the world on my shoulders. Because when I was making these huge decisions for moving the gym, there was such big implications for my family. Like if I put in a $30,000 fireproof ceiling, that's literally money that I don't put in my child's college fund. And so those were big decisions. Then we went through IVF and I went through other decisions that were kind of on par with like making $30,000 decisions that I don't have a lot of control over. And so like the gym thing ended up, that whole deal fell through. I ended up not having to put in the roof. We ended up going through IVF. It ended up failing. <laughs> so there's just all these things where I like had to prepare myself for like, okay, like, should I do this? Should I not? What are the pros and cons? What are the risks? What are the potential benefits? Big, scary things. And this happens to all of us. I'm not unique in this. So as I'm going through things now, as I'm biting off new challenges, I'm really trying to be mindful of ways I can do it with ease so that it doesn't overwhelm or overcomplicate my life. And I can tell when things overcomplicate my life or overwhelm me because I'm really reactive with my child. And a great example of this is when like all be waiting for him to put on his shoes in the morning. And I'll just quickly pop into my inbox on my phone and look at an email and then immediately realize I have zero patience for him because I saw something in my inbox that I like got super fired up about. And now I need to reply to it as soon as I get done taking him to school. And it's like all I can think about. And so when I'm taking him to school, I'm like hurrying him along, like, come on, Vinny, we got to go. We got to go. You got to hurry up. And then when we're saying goodbye at school, I'm trying to like hurry through the goodbye. I'm not able to stay for circle time and sing a song or whatever random request of the day he might have of me. I'm just trying to hurry myself out the door. And then I'm like standing in the school parking lot, firing back emails. And that is not ease. And that is not how I want to live my life. And I've caught myself doing that too many times in the last year. And so I'm just very aware 
that I want to commit to not letting that be a habit anymore in the new year. So that's my wish for you as well. My wish for you is that you can consider where ease in your life might make you more happy, more joy-filled, more content, more peaceful, all these kinds of things. Like I feel like if you can create ease in January, that's maybe going to serve you better and serve you longer than this like hectic hustle of chasing some sort of New Year's resolution. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, it's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. Because if you have ease, you can get some space and some clarity around what you really want to build for the next year. 
and be mindful and intentional about how you're going to go about it. So that's number one, ease, little word, big intention there. (laughs) Before we go into my second wish for you in 2018, I want to share about our sponsor. I'm so excited about our sponsor today, Third Love, because when I first started looking at sponsor partnerships, this was actually a brand that came to mind where I was like, oh, I'd love to get Third Love because I've heard so many great things. And I was like, I need to stand behind this company. Like they're kind of revolutionizing the whole bra game, which I'm fully on board with. As many of you know, I've had breast reduction surgery. Like my boobs have always been something that have been a bit of a battle in my life. And so I love that Third Love is trying to make this simpler for women, trying to make it more comfortable for women. They have like a whole process that makes it kind of less complicated and also gives you a better outcome. So what I love about Third Love is that they are all about finding the perfect fit for you. They are the only lingerie brand that offers bra sizes in sizes double A through G and in half cup sizes, which means that the average bra brand only carries 15 sizes while Third Love has 60 sizes because of the way that they combine sizes with their half cups and the broad range of cup sizes that they have. So really, really cool revolutionary technology that they're using. In addition to that, they use super smoothing memory foam to make their bras fit better and feel really good. So you're not dying to take your bra off at the end of the day, every day. Third Love knows that there's a perfect bra for everyone, and they want you to find out what your perfect fit is by sending you to their Third Love Fit Finder. So I've done this. I did this little quiz. You go to thirdlove.com and you can take the Fit Finder quiz. It takes like less than 60 seconds, and they will tell you how you need to size your bras and what size you should order. You can also do totally risk-free purchases where you can do a trial and order a bra. If it doesn't fit, you send it back. You're never charged. So, so many great options to do a trial run and really get an appropriate fit for you. And you'll be kind of blown away by the questions that they ask for sizing. You're like, oh yeah, why has no one ever asked me these questions before? Brilliant. So go to thirdlove.com shameless to take your fit finder quiz. This year, make this change that will change the way you think about bras and also change how you feel about your bra because you might actually fall in love with it. So go to thirdlove.com shameless and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com shameless to get 15% off today. Again, thirdlove.com shameless. All right. So the second wish I have for you in 2018, specifically in January, is power. So after you find all your ease and you're like inhaling and exhaling and feeling all zen, I want you to find your power. And here is why this is so important. So I love this idea of creating ease and creating space and grace. What I want you to do with that space and grace, what I want you to do within that ease is be intentional and a little meticulous about your action steps meaning that you're going to be selective about how you're going to take action this year. You're going to do it in a way that feels good, that feels right, that's going to build power in your life in the ways that you want to build power, that's going to bring positivity into your life and the way that you want to bring positivity into your life. And so this power piece is really important to me because again, I want to be intentional. I want to be mindful about how I'm going to play out this year. What am I going to create for myself? How am I going to create it? How am I going to make sure that the things that I do are in line with my goals so that I can actually reap the rewards I want to reap and enjoy it, enjoy the process. The enjoyment of the process is just as important as the actual outcome. Super, super important piece there. So when it comes to power, my wish for you around power is that you are able to 
be selective about the action steps that you take so that you feel powerful in those steps and you feel powerful in your outcomes. Because the more you can find power in your life, whether it is taking the time to be powerful and intentional by exercising first thing in the morning or reading first thing in the morning or meditating first thing in the morning, or it's something like finding your power at work and putting yourself up there for that promotion, even though it might terrify you. Regardless, I want you to be doing things that are proving to you that you are strong, powerful, and capable. And the more you can do this in little ways and big ways, the more you will continue doing it in little and big ways throughout the rest of your life. Because power is very much a cyclical thing. So the more you feel your power from taking powerful steps, the more you will continue to take more powerful steps. The opposite is true as well. The more you shrink from your power, the more likely you will be to continue shrinking. So you have to be really aware, like you have to conscientiously decide which way you're going because you're always going one way or the other. You're not just sitting stagnant. You're either growing in your power and building and cultivating that power or you're kind of reining it in. You're kind of playing it safe. You're kind of passing up some opportunities over here and over there because you're not quite sure if it's the right fit or the right time or the right thing, or you're not quite sure if you feel confident enough to do it. When you're making those decisions to let those things pass you by, then you are falling back from your power. So do you see how it's this continuum where you're always like in motion? You're always moving toward the power or away from the power. And my hope for you is that you're moving more toward your power and in ways that feel really in alignment with your goals for 2018. So this power piece is really important. And this might take some reframing for you. This might take some reframing for you around the way you even consider the word power, because I think that sometimes as women, we don't really embrace terminology around power. We don't embrace feeling powerful because it has a masculinity about it for sure. Like that's just not a goal for some of us. Some of us want to be in a more passive place. And I don't mean that in a negative way at all, but some of us just being powerful, being uh, demonstrating signs of leadership, taking massive action. Like that's just not what some of us want to do or feel comfortable doing, especially introvert type people. And that there's nothing wrong with that, but I want you to find your power in other ways. So if for you, if like getting up on a platform and, you know, saying your piece in front of everyone, if that's not you standing in your power, that's okay. How can you do it instead though? It might be quiet, subtle, little things that you're doing that are not seen by other people, but that allow you to find your power, to be in your power, to be powerful. So if you're someone who kind of shirks away from this concept of being powerful, if that feels a little uncomfortable for you or doesn't feel like it's really in alignment with who you are, start to just reconsider a little bit exactly what power means to you. Because here's the thing with power. Power gets you what you want and power gets you what you need. And so power is not a bad thing, misplaced power for sure can be extremely dangerous, extremely detrimental and can really do tons of damage. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about power that allows you to do positive things, that allows you to get what you want, that allows you to get what you deserve. So really think about how you can embrace the terminology around power, because I think it'll be a game changer for you. I think you'll really see that you can do things you didn't think you were capable of, regardless of how introverted or extroverted you are, regardless of how much confidence you have. Finding that power will really help in all areas of your life and will help you build yourself into bigger cycles of taking action in new ways that can be very life-changing and very life-giving. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly 
Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toes all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the no guilt mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Okay, my third wish for you. My third wish for you for January is desire. Now, this is an interesting one. These words are so like almost in conflict with each other, right? Like ease and power don't really go together until I kind of just explain them together. And now I'm saying ease, power, and desire. Desire is like this whole separate leg, right? So oftentimes when we think of desire, we think of like sex and lust. That's kind of the first thing that comes to mind for me. But I want you to think about desire in the sense of how do you really want to feel? What do you desire to have in your life? What feelings do you desire to have? So like, I desire to feel more ease. I desire to have more downtime. I desire to feel more powerful in some of my business decisions this year. I desire to feel highly accomplished by the end of 2018. There's some big things that I want to accomplish. And I desire to like, look at a checklist of yes, like these are the things that I did in 2018. That's really exciting to me. So there's definitely some feelings around that some desire that I have around what I want to accomplish. And so really thinking about what you desire and what desire feels like to you. Sometimes because we are so busy taking care of others, we don't think about what we desire and we can lose sight of what we desire. And this come up with me in multiple conversations with moms this year who have 
spent years, maybe worked out of the home, maybe worked in the home, but has spent years building a family, catering to a family, taking care of other people, potentially also working for other people at a job and being a caretaker there as well. And they got to a certain point where they were like, I don't even know what I like anymore because in every aspect of my life, I've put other people's needs before mine. So like, if you were to give me a week to myself, I wouldn't know what to do with it. I wouldn't know what my hobbies are. I wouldn't know what brings me joy. I wouldn't know what would be fun or exciting because I haven't done something that's fun and exciting to me in 22 years, which is literally a conversation that I had with someone this year. So start thinking about, do you even know what your desires are? Do you even know what brings you joy? Do you know what you desire more of in your life? Even just like literally go to Google and type in feeling words, put it in quotes. You can put it in quotes. You don't have to, but just put in feeling words or put like emotions and you will get these lists of words, especially if you go to Google images, you can see these images of lists of words and you will see tons of words where you're like, yes, oh my gosh, I want to feel more inspired. I want to feel more positive. I want to feel more courageous. I want to feel more bold. I want to feel more lovable. I want to feel more desirable. I want to feel more passionate. I want to feel more empathetic. I want to feel more beloved. I mean, there's like endless words. Sometimes it takes looking at these words to be like, oh yes, that's what I want. So don't just like think about it while we're sitting here talking about it. Literally go and look at a list of words and think like, what do I truly desire this year? What's really cool is when you put together a few words of what you desire for the year, you will make decisions based on those words. So some of you have heard me talk about, I put together a list of core values two years ago, I guess, at an event. And it was a painstaking process. I literally was like in tears trying to narrow down this list of, I think like 42 words or something, 42 feeling words or core desired core values, narrowing down into six words. And I was actually supposed to narrow it down to five. And I literally like was having such a breakdown. I couldn't do it. So I came home with six words of the 42 or so that we were given to start with. And the six I came home with on my list that are pinned to my wall to this day are security, success, integrity, independence, love, and compassion. That was narrowed down from a list of a lot of other words. And it was really hard for me to take away the other words, but now I have this little filter. And so when I'm making decisions or thinking like, if I do this, how will it make me feel? I can look at my list and be like, oh, I can see like where this decision is important to me because it will bring me security and independence or because I'm a really compassionate person. So I can see why this is really important to me. For example, last weekend, we went to a birthday party slash Christmas party for a friend. And there was a family there, this young couple, and I don't know if they were young, actually, they were just a strikingly gorgeous gay couple, these two strikingly gorgeous gay men. So I just assumed that they were young and they had their little adopted boy there. And he was, I think, four and a half. And they told me a lot about their process of adopting him out of foster care. And they adopted him when he was three. He'd been in six foster placements before that. And I was like totally enthralled by their story. And any of you would have laughed at me because I was asking them so many questions and being so ridiculously nosy to this couple that I just met. And I finally had to say like, I'm sorry, I'm asking so many questions. I hope I'm not making you feel uncomfortable, but here's what I do for a living. And here's a little bit of my story, which makes me just super personally interested in this. So they told me about the agency that they worked with, which I was familiar with an agency in Seattle called Amara or Amara. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. 
A-M-A-R-A, which is a phenomenal agency here in Seattle. So if you're in this area and you want to know more about foster care in this area and how to get involved, just Google Amara, A-M-A-R-A, Seattle, and you'll find the agency. So they're telling me all about this agency. I come home, I get on the website and I'm like watching all these foster adoption stories, these videos, and I'm just like sobbing through it because one of my core values is compassion. And so I'm watching every single story and like, putting myself in that story and seeing how I could do this and seeing like, oh my gosh, like I could totally adopt that little girl and I could totally adopt that little boy. And this is what it would feel like. And see this, like all these stories have these great happy endings, but it's this couple who adopt this little kid. And now the kid is going down the slide in the park with this huge smile on their face. And I'm just like smiling through tears, watching these sweet stories and thinking like, oh my gosh, I could do this. Like I could adopt a foster child and we could have another child and we could have this, like, it could be this perfect magical thing because the compassionate side of me wants to like be the savior and be this martyr, right? (laughs) Like if we're being totally honest, it's this kind of weird need to be a martyr. But also like, I just love this idea of being, of supporting a foster child and everything that goes with that. I just think there's something about it that is really close to my heart right now. I mean, I've mentioned this before on the show. This isn't probably shocking news to any of you who've been listening for a while. I don't know that this is going to lead anywhere, at least for right now, but it's just on my mind. And I think about it a lot. And so I was like thinking about it the other day. I'm like, God, why do I think about this all the time? I'm like, it's because I have this compassion piece where I'm like constantly like the dorky helper. Like, how can I help that person over there who needs something? And also I'm the dork who is like crying the whole time I'm helping the person. So I didn't tell you guys about my drop off for our adopt a family. We did adopt a family and we adopted this family with four kids, ages five to 13. And I go to drop off gifts at the YWCA a couple weeks ago. And so over 1600 families were adopted through the Seattle YWCA this year. And there was thousands of gifts in this warehouse being dropped off when I was there. A lot of the gifts were already there. I I did my drop off on the last day. So I got to see a lot of what had been dropped off before me, thousands and thousands of gifts. And I literally am like crying as I'm unbuckling Vinny from his seatbelt. And I'm like crying, trying to like talk to him through my tears. And I'm like, we're going to get out of the car and we're going to take in our presents for the kids who don't have presents. And he is like, being such a brat. He's like, I don't want to get out of the car. I don't want to go. I want to stay in the car. I want to wait. here. And I'm like, you will go in. You will be grateful. And we are going to take, and it was like crazy. And I'm crying the whole way through. And then I'm asking, I'm like, can I take some pictures of the gifts? I posted a picture on Instagram of the one part of the warehouse, but it's this like strangely obsessive, compassionate part of me that really likes to be a piece of these very tender hearted things. I like to be very connected to these kinds of things. And so it's interesting to look back at these six core values that I chose a couple of years ago and be like, oh yeah, like no wonder I'm sobbing at the YWCA adopt a family drop off because compassion is like one of my most significant core values and is one of the things that I feel most deeply. So whatever, it kind of makes me a dork because I cry all the time. (laughs) But it's interesting to define these things and to understand how desire plays into all that. So I really desire experiences that allow me to feel compassionate. So I really desire like being the dorky do-gooder. That should just be my nickname. (laughs) That's my new hashtag, dorky do-gooder. I really desire these dorky do-gooder experiences because I desire feeling compassionate and I really enjoy what the outcomes of that. So 
that plays into your power and your ease. Because if you are going after the things that you desire and going after desire feelings, that's going to create ease for you, right? If you're going after the things that make you feel really good and really acknowledging what you truly desire, like that's going to create ease. It's also going to create power. If you can go after and accomplish and get the things that make you feel the way you want to feel, that's super powerful. So you can see that these three words, ease, power, and desire, although they seem so different and not connected at all, they kind of totally connect, right? So I want you to, with these three words, my three wishes for you, ease, power, and desire, I want you to better understand what you really want. I want you to give yourself permission to discover things that you really love. And I want you to figure out what you really want to do with your year and then truly commit to making it happen by putting together a simple, actionable plan. And don't do that in one day. Like maybe there's one thing you know you want to do right away, but let it kind of take shape over the course of the next few weeks. Let it take shape over time, giving it some thought, giving it some consideration. The part of that might be joining the Shameless Mom Momentum Mastermind Group because we'll be doing a lot of that there. There'll be a lot of space for cultivation there, which might be really helpful and powerful and supportive for people looking for help with that. But also, it might just be making a little bullet list for yourself in your notes in your phone or something of like, here's some things I'm just thinking about right now and just put them in place and then sit on it for a while and then revisit it a week later and be like, okay, like here's what I want to add or here's what I want to modify or here's what I want to take away. You'd be really surprised by just revisiting this every few days or over the course of a couple of weeks how you can start to solidify things in your mind and really feel like you have some concrete action steps you want to take moving forward that you feel really good about. It's not just like a flighty, like, I want to do a three-day detox. Like that's not going to impact your life for the year. So really try to be intentional about how can you be considerate and mindful of really truly high values action steps that you want to take to make this year something special and something unique. So if this was helpful to you, if you know other people who you think might need some ease, some power and desire as they jump into this new year, please do share this episode. You can share the episode by taking a screenshot of it and posting it on social media and tagging me at the Shameless Mom Academy. Tag everyone you want to listen in as well. And whenever you tag me on social media, I do my very best to reply right away. I get very excited to be tagged because I'm always up for engaging and having fun conversations on social media. It's way better than checking emails and having like business meetings. So I appreciate that conversation. It's where I feel like we actually truly get to chat with each other. Additionally, you can share this episode by going to shamelessmom.com, click on episode 193, which will give you a link to the episode and you can share it through that link as well. And then lastly, if this is your first time listening, please join us again on Wednesday. On Wednesday, we'll be back with a new episode, a new interview with Andrea Owens from Your Kick-Ass Life. She's amazing. Love this woman. I loved this interview. I'm so excited to be connected to Andrea now and I'm so excited about the work that she's doing. So definitely listen in on Wednesday. And then big shout out and thank you to our sponsor today, Third Love. Make sure you pop over to Third Love dot com slash shameless to get 15% off your first purchase of your third love bra. And I will see you back here in just a couple days. In the meantime, make sure you subscribe to the show by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. Click subscribe while you're there so that you will get automatic access to all of our episodes as soon as they are released. Please leave a review while you're there. You can leave a review by clicking on the little write a review button and leave a couple sentences. Seriously, just a couple sentences is like all it takes. It's just a minute or two and it makes a huge difference in getting the show highly rated and getting the show on the eyes of more moms who could really use the support and the love here. So thank you for spending time with me in the Shameless Mom Academy me today. I so appreciate you. I cannot wait to do great things together this year. And until next time, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. 
When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.